Hello everybody and welcome back to TBO. Uh, this week we're doing Eternal, the lowest rated Marvel movie ever. Yes, the well, only is one. Is in the MCU, not Marvel in general, because there are separate. The only but... MCU film to get rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, for some reason. I don't know why. I quite enjoyed this movie. <laughs> this film really confused me why the critics are hating it, because even when watching this, I feel like critics would like this more than fans. Yeah, someone said it's like a DC, Marvel's first DC film. What the fuck are they on about? <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But did, I'm guessing you liked it then. I don't know. <laughs> I've come out of this film and I don't know if I like the film or not, which is the weirdest feeling I've ever had because normally you, you go to a film and you go, yeah, that's good, or nah, I don't like that film. This film. Oh, yeah, full spoilers, by the way. Yeah, full spoilers. I don't know if I like this film or not. I do. I don't have any problems with it. Well, I have some problems with it, um, but they're all like tiny little things that are just subjective to me. Like, I don't see. Like, everyone's saying, oh, it's the first Marvel film to have a sex scene in it. No, it's not. Iron Man 1. Robert Downey Jr. fucking bangs the reporter in the first fucking... No, but you don't see him the... having sex. Yeah, yeah, you do. They're on the bed and they fucking... And then there's a yelp. It's not, f- like, straight up, like... It's, oh, n- it's not like it is here. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, I don't see the point in complaining about it. It's, it's weird. Don't get me wrong. It's a weird choice to have it in the film. But I guess it's the quick shorthand to show that they love each other. Well, this film, I would say, I would actually argue it's not a Marvel film. Or at least not an MCU film. House. From, from my, it's certainly an art house. Yeah, like, you can definitely tell this is clearly an Oscar director, uh, I like to call him. An Oscar trying yeah, to director. It's very visually, like, big shots, big, big character. Lens flares. I don't really notice lens flares. I don't really, I only notice J.J. Abrams' lens flares because he <laughs> just puts them in every single fucking shot. Uh, I noticed the lens flare when they were holding hands. But the whole point, like, this film, I think this is one of Marvel's best looking films yeah i think a lot of the cgi a lot of the camera work i love the art style of the eternals yeah i really like the um little liney lighty shit that goes on yeah when they power up their suits it is very cool and i think making an eternals film is probably marvel's hardest ever job because there's pretty much no source material I think there's only ever well, been... Well, the source material is just so insane that no one knows what the fuck is going on. Also, there's only 10 comic books of this whole new franchise because they're clearly making another film. It's sets up a direct sequel. Yeah, there's ten. There's like a couple of well-known comic books and then everything in the Marvel comic book line is technically tied to the Eternals and the Celestials and all of that. But the Celestials and Eternals themselves only get a couple of actual action books and like that from what I've been... Yeah, so I think to derive a plot for the Eternals is going to be difficult, and I, I'm not sure how they're going to make a sequel. That's why I think they are directly relating one to the next, because they have to. It's not something where you can just yeah. sort of make a new villain or something like that. It's not something like that. This is one group of people for one enemy. Or these people... Yeah. Are, the thing is, are the Eternals heroes or villains? That's the question. <laughs> Shall we get into that? We'll get very because... into it. Let's go with the big villain, because it's not the person you think it's going to be. No. Who is the villain? (laughs) Well, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So did you see the twist coming? Because I didn't. I didn't see it coming. You did. I didn't. Although I think if I watched the trailer directly beforehand, I would have. Because there is that scene in the trailer where you see Icarus talking to... AJ. AJ. You see that scene in the trailer, and if you, if you watch that trailer it's directly... it's not at the point where you think it was a flashback. Yeah, oh yeah, pretty much everything in this trailer, none of it flashback. is where I thought it would be in the film. Yeah, 
I think, well, that's good marketing because it just, it doesn't reveal the plot. It gives you an idea of what the plot is and it shows you what they want you to think the plot is. And then it flips everything on its head, which I think is confusing a lot of people because I think a lot of people were going in with one expectation and then have come out going, oh, this isn't how I thought this was going to go at all, which is good because I don't like a movie that just tells you everything straight up and you don't have twists and turns. Yeah, well, watching this film, I didn't know how it was going to end. I had no idea. Yeah, I thought they might all just die. I was thinking that. I was it, thinking it would be a... maybe the Deviant will take all of the DNA and then fight the Celestial or something. Yeah, fight the Celestial, which because then it could actually do it. And because there's like, no oh. guaranteed sequel for Eternals. Yeah. There's no contracts like, for is, it. This is a big risk for Marvel. Yeah. Like this, this is a $200 million movie. It's pretty much is... an endgame level film. Yeah, and it's like a Guardians of the Galaxy, a completely unfactor in their thing, with a massive amount of cast characters. And yeah, who was your favorite character? Who was the one you enjoyed the most, even if they're bad or good? I think I really enjoyed Sprite. Right, the little girl. Yeah, I think their character development for me weighed the most. Yeah, I think the one with the coolest action sequence is the uh, Deaf Speedster. I don't know her name. I actually don't know what her name is. She's I, one of the only remember. ones I don't remember the name. Uh, Makari. Makari, yeah. Yeah, because she just... Tur- that's the that's why I think of people... Because it does... It, it's a two-hour, 36-minute film. It's uh, long. And, yeah, well, I've watched Dune, and Dune feels a lot longer than this. But then I've heard people say the opposite. And then people on Twitter are trying to make arguments that, oh, Dune is better. And it's like, they're two different films. Yes, they're both made by, like, visually interesting directors and stuff like that. And they're both, like, Oscar winners or something like that. But these are completely different, like, franchises. Oh, yeah, Um, entirely different. One's trying to start up a new thing. One's got to pre-establish itself in a different, uh, in a pre-established franchise. So they're completely different takes. You can't just go, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, I like, because, okay, let's just, I'm spoiling it. Uh, Icarus is a bad guy. Yes. He's straight up evil, entirely. Yeah. Uh, Well, is he, though? That's the question. Is he actually evil? (laughs) He's he serves his purpose because his entire life he has been bought because uh, okay so basically the Eternals are created by the Celestials to stop the Deviants and then they're instructed not to interfere with human life because spoiler human life needs to get to a certain point of intelligence and numbers to feed a Celestial in the core of the Earth to create a new Celestial that will then create billions more life forms and things like that. Yes. And the Deviants were created to as like predators, but then they evolved and then uh, started killing things that they weren't supposed to kill, like intelligent life. And so they created the Eternals to counteract the Deviants, and then the Deviants can't evolve the from Eternals what their program evolve. is. The, what? The Eternals can't evolve. Oh, can they? I thought no, the so the Eternals Deviants... can't evolve. You said oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deviants yeah. can't yeah. evolve. The Eternals can't Yeah. And then... Um, they are all stuck. They all get their minds wiped. Uh, then they do it all over again. It's very messed up. Yeah, it's basically genocide on a global scale, just to create one thing that then creates massive of life. But the- and this has been going on for centuries. And uh, Angelina Jolie's character has been having like mental breaks. They pretty much say the universe is a lot older than people think it is, but it's only looks young because the celestials keep it young. Yeah. So without question, without the celestials, the universe would end. That is the whole. Point. My question with the multiverses, though, are the et- celestials creating the multi, or are the celestials in the universes that they're in, and so they would be affected by the time variance? Of- 
Well, there is Celestial Head in the end. Yeah. So, well, there's well, there's, the, the TVA is the most powerful thing in the MCU. It is, can yeah remove well, Infinity Stones. It can kill Celestials. It can do everything. Yeah. So I imagine. Yeah. I imagine, but then again, it's incredible how powerful <laughs> TVA are. <laughs> well, that's if they are as powerful as that. Because I think they struggle when they're in the reality that they're in. I don't think they. It, it's once they take them outside of the reality. Yeah, they're yeah. super powerful. If they go into a reality, they're not as powerful. But let's, let's, let's just assume because you can see they get beaten by uh, Sylvie when she's in when she's in a reality that. They're... Yeah, but they, I think Sylvie catches them off guard, whereas the TBO plan a lot more to capture these people. So that they plan to capture Sylvie, and any one of their guards made a mistake, they go away. Mm, maybe I feel like they're just not that they, they go in, but then if they come up, with, I don't know. Be interesting. I guess you've got to be able to capture like. We also um, got Flash versus Superman in this film. Yep, which that's the fight <laughs> I was referring to that I really enjoyed. Because this is the thing. I fucking hate the slow-mo speedster trope. Whereas yeah. this one, is ju- it shows the speed. It's it's just everything else is happening in real time. And it just shows how quick this person is. They're fast. And everything's just... Yeah, it's just fucking shockwave after shockwave into the dude. Even this guy can't keep up, which is good. Because he's meant to be that... Like, even kids in the fucking film refer to him as Superman. Oh yeah, I, just... the thing is, he is everything like Superman, yeah. except not Superman. <laughs> he yeah. has all the same powers, and I'm sure Marvel copied him somehow. Yeah. It's very likely. I mean, they always copy each other. They also referred to Batman in this, because they said the camera guy for Kamala. Oh was, yeah, they uh, did, yeah. Is Alfred. Uh, like Alfred. Yeah, like, I actually so, enjoyed so the <laughs> So technically, if you think about it, the DCEU, DCEU could be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as film. <laughs> <laughs> people watch in that well usually Marvel is part of the DCEU film yeah or part of so, like, the Flash fan. Flash I imagine at some point if the studios want to they could cross over because both studios have universe uh, breaking realities and stuff like that so there could be a multi-dimension multi-franchise crossover at some stage yeah it would just be billions and billions of dollars on the line I thought the comedy in this film was done quite well it wasn't yeah, so bad as normal it. Marvel again, films again I've seen people disagree it's very it's very I subtle. Like There's this... not so much in this one. Yeah. It has its but moments, again, and that, that that's it, which I like. I think there's only one joke, I think, spoils that a little bit towards the end. I think, mm, okay, that maybe took away a bit of the emotional attachment. But apart from that, oh, it's very subtle. There's not very much at all. The, yeah. I can't remember his name. The Bollywood star. Oh, Kima, uh, Kingo. Kingo, that's it. I want to say Kanju, but I'm pretty sure that's not right. <laughs> No, there's a lot of characters in this. There's, it's quite a, and they're yes, all. Yes, they all have strange really names. Fancy pants. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the main actress, Gemma Chan, Cersei's? I really liked it. Yeah, I think a lot She's of the acting in this um, was pretty Captain good. Marvel. Funny enough, I've seen reviews complaining about that. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, she's it's one of those few things where the Marvel Cinematic Universe has cast someone who's also appeared in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but as a different character. Because <laughs> she played um, the one of the characters in Captain Marvel, the blue one, who, like, tries to shoot her. Oh, yeah. yeah! Yeah, she plays that in Captain Marvel, but then she plays this character, Eternals. But because they're pur- uh, they're blue makeup, you don't really notice, because I didn't even know that that was the person of Captain no, Marvel. No, no. But yeah, I-, I really enjoyed her. She's a good, strong lead. Generally, yeah. I didn't have any problems. I think another... I didn't understand her powers. She could just change mater- materialistic um, things. She could just change the properties of any material. Yeah, but, but she, she couldn't do organic do until she could do organic. Supposedly. She couldn't do it. Until she could. 
Which wasn't really yeah. explained. I think they did explain it by well, saying it, it was, was the Well, it was kind stone. of explained because I think she could only do it when... Well, I guess she did it with the Deviant. In no, but it was only because she had the Celestial Stone in her. Yeah. Which amplified her powers because she gave her the power of the Celestial. stopped the Celestial hus- itself, she had to use the power. And the Celestial. And it was only because they gained the power through the Celestial Emergence that she even had the power to do it. Yes. I think a problem with this They're film... They're not as powerful as I thought. Mm-hmm. Because everyone was saying these people are like insanely powerful, but they they really aren't that powerful. No, I mean they're all until, nice. until they until they like unify. Only one that was powerful was probably Icarus and Athena. Yeah. And even then, yeah, and even then they kind of held their own against each. Like yeah. even um, uh, Fatius, the smart guy, hold Icarus down for. A I while. really enjoyed that character too. Yeah, Fatius, the engineer. This movie does generally a lot for like representation, and it's generally not. Like I know people are going to complain about it because people are people, dumb. And honestly, a, a lot of the uh, points that some of the characters make in this movie, I generally agreed with. It's like humanity is not worth saving at this point. <laughs> yeah. Also, a lot of the on the point you made, the sort of representation of different communities. Mm. I don't feel like it was forced. No, it's I thought it was just quite well done because a lot, a lot of the times you can see things. I'm bringing up Doctor Who right now, where you feel you can feel it's forced. Like they got yeah. a female Doctor Who. To have a female Doctor Who instead of just casting someone good. Whereas this, I feel, it, but they just cast good people. And the plot yeah. develops not to do with the minorities. It's just there. Which I think is the right way yeah, of doing yeah. it. Because it's good having a background. Well, like, the, like I said, the speedster girl, uh, Makari, is just an actual deaf actress. And they just made it her character. Yeah, like that. And it's just like, yeah, cool. Really interesting character. And then um, uh, Fatius is the first openly gay character on screen for marvel at least is he i think so i guess because technically loki beat it by being bi because they confirmed that in loki but i think generally first gay character and i think marvel was um facing a lot of backlash in countries where gay isn't accepted and they're kind of finally stepping in and going yeah we're not going to show it there we're actually gonna not cut the scene out we're gonna actually stand behind which Which is is good which is very good yeah they should have done it a lot sooner but hey yeah it's a it's a start. They shouldn't have cut that weird lesbian kiss out of Star Wars. Uh, Walker for at least they have a character that they can't just if one scene. There's another plot like, point um, I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Go for it. When Ajax and Icarus were talking on the farm, because Ajax yes. has done this all the she's done it all the time and she's getting, she's always had yeah. the memories actually for millions of years. I think yeah. she's the oldest. She, of she's all. the from what I can understand, she's the prime eternal, which is the one who if they do unify gets all the power to do her thing like mass heal and i because i think i think the way it works is that from what i was reading it it can only be one prime eternal so they pick a prime eternal and then that person's power gets amplified yes which is probably how cersei's powers are amplified because she became the prime yeah eternal. so her cersei's powers get amplified and change the molecular de- celestial marble i think it was yeah and i'm sure there's people complaining about another female lead. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely. Um, but okay, I want to talk and, about. But then, if if they chose Icarus, it would be Icarus's power gets amplified, which would have been the... bad. Would have been very bad. Yeah, and then if it was, um, I guess, uh, Ajax's other things, their power gets out. But there's only one uh, Prime Eternal that gets picked. Yeah, so I want to talk about the turning point, as it were. So Ajax has decided on this planet, on planet Earth, that the life is actually worth keeping. Because they yes. are able to defeat Thanos. Yeah, so they basically... She's seen a lot of worlds and a lot of, like, humanity 
manage to defy the odd, bring back half the universe against the will of the world, even though technically to happen. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it, the fact is, they still did it. They didn't do it from help other people, they did it from yeah. themselves. So that's why they're worth saving. And then she wanted to help save them. But then Icarus' yeah. attitude was, no, it doesn't matter who it is. These people need to give their life to give birth to new life. To a new life. It's a very, like, It's a very deep. interesting... I think that's the reason a lot of people don't like it, is how deep the plot is, how there isn't really a protagonist or antagonist. Yeah, everyone has problems. Like, all of them have, like, flaws. All of them have, like, issues with humanity. Like, a uh, Druig literally c- can control people's minds and stop them from fighting uh, and manipulate people. And he literally has a falling out with them and they all split up because of it. And it's like, why are we leaving humanity? We- I could control everyone to stop them from fighting. And it's yeah. like, I could stop all this bloodshed. Uh, the uh, Fatius dude uh, has the... He creates or helps them create the atomic bomb, it's implied. Because he gave them the technology and then they create the atomic bomb. And this Back causes so him. much destruction. And then so he's like, well, I'm done with humanity. I can't... I just can't handle these people. I, I've fucked up. I'm, I shouldn't be helping these people. And then it... Because these people don't deserve to be saved. And then he finds love in another person and then they have a kid and it's like i that i got lucky i got lucky and i found one spark of hope for these people and that's enough to help me save them and cersei found black knight kit harrington is that kit harrington's actual voice yes oh i've never heard kit harrington speak yeah that's his actual voice yeah because i never watched game of thrones so i never heard kit harrington speak at all and his voice is very like high-pitched i didn't realize He's a good actor. I really like him. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I want to know who the fucking voice at the end is. It's Blade. Is it? A, a lot of people think it's Blade, and I think it's Blade too. <laughs> really? Yeah, but apparently... Does um, it sound like... I don't know. Well, people, well, people think it at least relates to Blade. I thought it was Doctor Strange. No, it was I thought it was Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch. Because apparently he's in Do- uh, Multiverse of Madness. Who, Black Yeah, Harrington. Yeah, apparently. Because really? he's, he's got a sword that can... I think the sword is multidimensional. Well, isn't doesn't Blade come up before... Multiverse of Madness. No, Multiverse of Madness. When does Multiverse of Madness come out? Next year. What what month? Blade's not till like, isn't it? No, Blade's 2022, July. Oh, yeah, it's before that. It's like May. It got moved back because all of them got moved back. Didn't um, oh, no, Blade is October 7th. Next year. Yeah. Multiverse of, Mad- Multiverse of Madness is like April. May 6th. Yeah, Multiverse of Madness. You have to wait so and I, see. I thought it was Doctor Strange because from what I've seen is that sword has the ability to multiversal travel and so he can travel through multiple well it took the avengers to defeat the first black knight so in the comics the first black knight was evil or became evil and the avengers had to defeat him but then he passed his sword down to damien or dame what his name is dane dane Whit. dane dane whitman so yes yeah, so he passed the sword down to dane whitman which is the version now we see which is a protagonist yeah did you like the love triangle uh, what terms? quad triangle quad triangles because uh, between icarus sprite cersei and cersei dane. and yeah <laughs> this film's got a lot going on to it. Anyway. Well, I don't think any... Because none of them liked Sprite. <laughs> no, that's, just, that's what I'm saying. I feel so bad for Sprite. Because she loves yeah. Icarus, but then no one loves her. Because she's a child. Because she's a child. But she's not they, actually a child. Because she's like seven... Yeah, but she's not a child, but she looks like a child. And everyone thinks that's... Yeah. It's... um. What's her face from uh, Invincible? The, the Hulk lady. Oh, is it? Well, no, no, no. But I mean, it's that sort of thing. Cause she looks oh, like yeah. Because of the curse she has, it makes her age backwards. Every time she transforms into the thing. So she looks like a... She perpetually looks like a child. And she's like 25 or... And it's like she looks like a 12-year-old. And then a robot fucking clones himself from another guy. It's a fucker. So 
weird. <laughs> yeah, which is why I quite like the character because the whole emotional part is well, she has a nice. One. Yeah, she's like she, well, she's the one who turns on everyone and sticks with Icarus for the plan, and then stabs Cersei, and then uh, yeah, I feel like the ending's a bit like all over the place a bit because you got like several different people doing several different things, all trying to culminate in this one thing. Because it's like oh, Druig comes in and knocks her out, and then it's like. Oh yeah, I can't do this anymore. You gotta go do this. Like even though the plan was for me to do this, you gotta go. And then it's uh, Fina versus the uh, what's his face? The what are they called? The deviants. The the bat. Yeah, the deviant. The main deviant. The prime deviant. Okay, yeah. I don't like whether with the prime deviant. I don't like how that plotline ends. What? Because it basically he steals the powers of the Eternal. Is like Fina kills him. But I don't understand. I why does he side with Icarus? No, he's not sided with Icarus. He's just trying to kill the eternal because he's trying to kill them all because of what they've done because they've killed his brethren and they're just following the orders of the so they're technically on the same side but he's still trying to just kill all the eternals even if they're trying to do the thing that he's trying you see i don't like that i feel like i would prefer it so much more if the deviant sided with them creep on <laughs> isn't that a must on all films uh, i did think she was gonna turn though i thought so too because the eyes went white and she was Listening to Gilgamesh, her, I guess, lover, friend? It wasn't clear. I think he loved her, but she didn't love yeah, him. She, it's a lot of love. Yeah. I did like Angelina Jolie's character. Very interesting. There's a, I think all the characters are interesting. Yeah. But maybe a apart from the Yeah, she didn't get much. She was just there. Well, she just kind of... Because she's just been sitting on the ship, apparently. Which is kind of like, well, what, like, why has she just been sitting there? She could run anywhere. She could have been doing a dash from the Incredibles. Marathons and I really like hope that. she gets more during the sequel. And yeah. Going on to that point, let's talk about the other end credit scene. Which one? The first one or the second one? The first oh, yeah, one. The do, do we, we talk about the second one? one. <laughs> we did this. Yeah, we did this. Harry Styles is in the MCU. Harry Styles is in the MCU. And was that Patton Oswalt again? Yeah, it was Patton <laughs> He's back. It wow. <laughs> that man just comes back. Yeah. He can play everyone. So, Thanos' brother is in. Which yeah. I don't know really much about this character. I've been looking up some of the stuff about it, and it's very confusing. He seems to be like a party boy. Well, yeah, it looks like it. He's got a drunk, magical elf thing that can teleport him everywhere. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, huh. <laughs> which happens to be Patton Oswald. Yeah. I mean... Likely relating on to the direct sequel of this film, because this film, I would argue, doesn't end. A lot of the plot lines I... end, but the film doesn't end. Yeah, so... Basically, once they, because they all just, well, they don't all decide, but it, they all basically get forced to, even if they don't decide to do it, because they all get prime, uh, celestial, uh, prime eternal. Cersei marbleizes the celestial in the earth core. Yeah. Uh, using all the power and then turn Sprite human with the remaining power that she has left. So Sprite can die and grow and have like an actual life, which is kind of a nice send off, even though she stabbed her. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like I fucking liked your boyfriend, and you don't. You fucking always got him, and I was like, okay. And then she just walks back, and everyone's good, which I guess is like family drama. Um, and then it was uh, so she's talking to Dane Whitman about, hey, look, I'm finally gonna tell you everything that happened, who I am. And then she gets grabbed by the big old celestial. Yeah, as well, yeah, as, true. as then... well with the others, but some of them went off on a ship, so they didn't get kept. But they at the end of it, they did realize that they've all been taken because the harry yeah, styles because, character just because, knew it yeah harry styles Somehow. comes up and well he's um he is a celestial no he's a turn he's an eternal he's, well, he's an eternal the, is he well yeah because there were other eternals out but there he's thanos brother same. yeah well thanos is meant to be a deviant and thanos is a deviant 
Apparently, in the comic look, he's meant to be a deviant. Ah, but he's a titan. Yeah, I think titans are like an offset of deviant. From what uh-huh. I've seen of like people discussing, it's like um, titans are like an offset of instead of like, Harry Styles because the basically they're not they're both created by the same thing, so they're technically like, like that. Oh, apparently he's an eternal deviant hybrid, but he yeah. originated from the titan. Yes, and then I think Harry Styles is. A t- I think they're probably like step brothers, like four and right. Yeah, not real. Not, like not she, imagine how crazy. that relationship would have worked. <laughs> Josh Brolin and Harry Styles. Oh, also, bring on that moment. Um, we know Thanos likes to drink because of um, what's it? Uh, what if? Oh yeah, yeah. We know he likes to drink. Imagine party bro Thanos from uh, uh what if being the MCU's main Thanos. What was the Bollywood actor called again? I'm, I'm so sorry. Kamal Nanjiani. Kamal Nanjiani. That's the one. I yeah, I got fireworks. So if you can hear that, I got fireworks too. So <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, he. Mentioned about letting Thor play with his hammer, or whatever. Like Thor played his hammer with him or played with him. I didn't. I missed that. When was that? <laughs> yeah, it was in the film. They talk on the table. They're like, "Oh yeah, Thor used to play with me as a child, and now he doesn't call me. Now he's an Avenger." Oh, yeah, I was I like, "Oh, that's that. a nice little interesting moment in that." He might have been lying. Never know. <laughs> oh yeah, you just dream. Never know. Like the Guardian, you know, he thought yeah. Captain America. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'm. I really didn't understand when I first saw the end credits. scene. like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but I am curious because everyone saw that celestial and everyone sees the celestial in the earth. So I, because this takes place basically in the current timeline, so it's basically the same time Shang Chi is happening and Far From Home, which are the ones that maybe that this somehow related to, to Shang Chi. Yeah, I was still curious because he's got the little disc thing, the bracelets, and I thought those were the ten rings. Well, there may be eternal weapons because there's ten Eternals, and then there's not ten Eternals. Like, oh. And then it must have been a tight. Who? What's the beacon at the end of Shang Chi for? I'm not if sure. It's not eternal because the, they're not. They didn't get it. That's what I was thinking when they were on the ship. It was like, oh, they've gone off, and then they're gonna get a beacon message from the Ten Rings pop up, and it's like, oh, it's not doing that. Yeah, I don't think I got too much more else to say. I think also I like the musical score in this. Once again, I thought it was yeah. quite different and sort of. Again, I don't notice music because I always just find that good music is music that I don't notice. I, 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 I try to notice music. this. I, try, <laughs> I, did, I did enjoy the musical score. Yeah. It's very different. It's not the Avengers theme being played again because no, that film, it, it is... that, that theme is overdone at this point. <laughs> I do still love it, but it is overdone. Hmm. Oh, it says it's Kingo's manager, chauffeur. They got that wrong. <laughs> I think he's also his manager as well. He's also his agent thing. Maybe. I, yeah, think... I think I think overall this movie does not deserve the amount of trashing it's Ah, absolutely not. I mean it does show like if you look on the user reviews of Rotten Tomatoes, it is on eighty two percent. Which means majority yeah. of people do actually like this film. I do think at this point in time, critics are just looking to hate on movies to get clicks to reinvigorate the websites that Well yeah, on. because hate generates clicks. Yeah. And at this point they're just like, Well, it's a Marvel movie, let's take pop shots at it because it's not what we think people are going to enjoy it. It's not, it's not artsy-fartsy enough. For, Actually, do you, even know what, do you know what? We should call this review, Is Eternals Bad? Because that might get us more clicks. Just put question No. Let's <laughs> <laughs> put question mark. Because at the start of the film, at the start of this review, we go, ah, that's good. So just put Eternals Bad because <laughs> it would generate clicks. Well, if that's what I put it as, that's what I've put. Uh, yeah, um, anyone who's hating this on this movie just because it's got a gay character in it, go fuck yourself. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, I just want to pop that out there because it's stupid and why the fuck does it matter? <laughs> I think this film, to summarise it, it's very different from the Mar- all the other Marvel films out there and because it's a different taste, you should go watch it yourself because yeah. you cannot... At least form an opinion of your own. Don't 
don't like don't listen to us and go oh yeah it's good like if you hate it that's fine but don't yeah, this try film, and sway your opinion because we said so i would say it's different enough that you can't compare it to another marvel film so you cannot say you would like this you'd like this film for marvel or you would dislike this film for marvel because it is that different the pacing's different yeah. the visuals are different the story is different the whole structure of it different its heroes aren't really that heroic there aren't there isn't really a protagonist or antagonist in this film it i would say it's a little jumpy aroundy and the structure's a little yeah like, i think some of the flashbacks it, are a bit wrong well they don't really say they're a flashback because it's like it just cuts to another scene it doesn't like do a this it, it then shows you the time that they are it kind of just goes into the scene and just expects you to just get that it's a prequel because all the characters are together i do know what you mean but i did realize it was a flashback oh yeah i did i did like i did immediately yeah it was just it 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 just goes into the scene which i think would confuse a lot of people because just like oh why are we here what's this and then at the bottom of the screen it goes into the time frame that it is not i think this film deserves a second viewing Yeah, I I'm think definitely going to watch you, it. You have again. to watch this film twice to generate a true opinion on it. Yeah. Because like, while I was watching it, I'm not sure how repeatable this film is. It does, it does drag in moments, I'll say that. I've it got a feeling... It is movies. Compa- but then again, I, I, I watched Dune, and Dune's about the same time, and it, it dragged a lot more for me than this did, so... I'm going to compare it to like Shang-Chi, because when I watched Shang-Chi, I was like, this film's great, I want to watch it immediately. I want to watch it again. And same with Suicide Squad for me as well. I really enjoyed those films. But it's, those are the films that you can just watch for fun, and you don't have to think about it much, and you just have, have a blast with it. I don't think that's yeah. the same with this film. I think this film is a good film for different reasons. It's a film that you want to think about. It's a film that develops on sort of morality and empathy, in a way. Yeah. And it's not a film that you'd want to watch over and over again it's a film that you'd probably go back to like every when couple you years watch or something the rest of, when you re- when you watch a full re- i'll probably watch it a couple times before like leaving it for a few years yeah i i mean i said i'm not i'm probably not going back to this film for a long time but when i do go back to it i imagine myself i'm going to really like it again yeah whereas um, i compare it to something like, like endgame or shang chi or just something like that man it's something you just go watch yeah. just for the fun yeah. and you just go watch it over and over again because it's just fun and enjoyable comedy whatever this one does like shine a light on the darkest. Um, and also, I just want to say the like again going back to reviews, reviews like scores on at least Rotten Tomatoes at least are the dumbest fucking thing to go. Is this a good movie or a bad movie? Because I've said this a million times. If it gets a fresh rating and if it gets a rotten rating from a person, it just aggregates them and then puts all of the fresh reviews as the score. So if it got 99 fresh and one rotten, like at like 60%, like a pass, all of them were 60% fresh, 59% rotten, it would be 99% good. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it, work. It doesn't, it's not a fucking good review score. Like Paddington 1 and all of that, like they get very high because they're like, like most of the Marvel movies get very high because they're easily consumable, passable movies, but they're not like, cinematic gold like for some people they are but like they get average scores just above average or like 70 percent and people go oh yeah these are the best movies like i love the marvel cinematic universe but even i'm like yeah they're not the best cinematic form of storytelling they just get good review scores because that's how reviews on i would actually argue this could be eternals is a better film than all of them but not more enjoyable than all of them yeah not a marvel enjoyment roller coaster yeah but 
I would say because of how it's shot. Do you reckon Martin Scorsese would like this movie? I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just hates Marvel, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he's never watched one, so he doesn't know. No. I reckon if you showed him this one, he'd enjoy it. Probably. He'd have no fucking clue what's going I'm on. I'm sure most directors would love this film. And I don't. Yeah. I'm actually so shocked to see critics not liking it. Yeah, that's. I was like, this one because everyone was like, this is the artsy fartsy critic one that all the critics are gonna jizz over. But and it's just turning wasn't. out that it's not. <laughs> and I don't understand critics. No, no, you can't I think please them. All just, yeah, you can't please them. You can't like they like they'll hate on DC for probably all the same reasons that they love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's just. Yeah, maybe that's why they hated this one, because it's more dark. I still like don't dark, understand but... the, like comparing this to a DC film. Maybe it's just the darkness of it. But it's not like it's dark not and stingy dark. environment, though, because it's, it's still very bright. It's very fucking light. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like you maybe said, the there's a lot of lens Maybe. But what's our next maybe review? It's because... hmm? What's our next review? Spider-Man, right? next... Or is it Hawkeye uh, next? Uh, double <laughs> Really? <laughs> well, what? I don't know what's out, because I think it might be Spider-Man. Um, it is. It's Spider-Man. Spider-Man's our next one. Yeah. So we'll finally get answered the biggest question of the year. Does Venom appear in The Amazing Spider-Man? Spoiler. Probably. <laughs> well, you, maybe. Who knows? Might be an end credit scene again. We'll have but to yeah, wait and see. That has been Eternals. Go watch the film. I'm not going to say I would recommend... I recommend watching the film, not for it's good, but just to get a viewing. Yeah. And if you're unsure, wait for it to come out on Disney Plus and, like, watch it then. Because yes. it will come to Disney Plus and, and it should be watched on a big screen because it is generally quite a big epic movie. I think if you try to watch this at home, you're not going to enjoy it You're going to get distracted and because go off and, there's and then you'll not, miss things. Yeah, there's not a lot happening at a time. It's not a lot of talking. Good, but there's not a lot of action. Yeah, it's a lot of talking and it, it's kind of more a character. Like, it's trying to get you to like these characters, which I ultimately did. Yeah, I and agree. I, 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 a lot of people who I like go and like watch their reviews and aren't liking this. I'm just like, okay, interest. Like, I I can disagree with people. I'm not I'm not saying However, their opinions wrong. I just don't want to add this in. At least a Battle Angel got loads of good reviews from loads of people. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't judge people's internet. <laughs> yeah, like what you like and hate what you hate, but don't get mad or angry. Like, I'm fine with people not liking this movie, but it seems weirdly targeted for hate. It seems yes. to be a narrative that people are pushing that doesn't seem to be a thing, because I seem, it seems to be a lot of people are enjoying it, but are confused. <laughs> I think a lot of people are confused, because they... So I was with my mum about this, because I watched it with her, and she said, well, hmm. who's, who are the good guys? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of the point in the film. There aren't any. Like, well, there yeah. are, but there aren't. It depends which point of view you look at. Like... It, it all depends on what your morality is. Maybe I'm a horrible person because I was like, yeah, Icarus has got a point. Like, Yeah, I mean, get rid of humans. Like, they all have a fucking <laughs> point. Just like, hey. But well, yeah, that's our review. We hope you enjoyed. Next review will be Spider-Man and we'll have more stuff for you yes. to fill that out. So come back for the more TVOs and check out TFEs. Yes. Uh, apologies for these not really having videos. I have not had time. So in the future, maybe next year. I think next year. We good. Yeah. Right. We'll we see will you then. See Bye. you next week.